Welcome to an all-new episode of SJHL Insider. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Jeremy Corrigan, Director of Media for the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. We have a great episode planned for SJHL Insider as always. Of course, we are going to recap the last few days in the SJHL, a handful of games to get to. We're also going to be joined by the play-by-play voice of the LaRange Ice Wolves, Braden Malsbury, as he is back in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League after a couple of year hiatus. So we'll talk to him. Get some insight on the LaRange Ice Wolves and much, much more. But of course, before we get started uh, with today's show, we have to give a big shout out to all of our great sponsors here at the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Chevrolet, Capital Auto Mall, Cantera Seeds, RBC, SaskTel, SGU, Direct West, Saskatchewan Construction Safety Association, who present all of our coaches' conversations throughout the season. Tourism Saskatchewan, Young's Equipment, and SGI. Thank you so much for all your support because, again, without the support uh, these shows would not be possible and returning back to the program this week is our good friend Clark Monroe Clark how are we doing today I'm doing great good to be back that's good to have you back of course yes. uh, last week you were taking care of the little one yeah you know there's been a lot of stuff going on in the house lately it, I mean it's it's flu season it's flu season you know the kids are in and out of school daycare yep. and all that fun That'll stuff happen. so uh you know maybe you know I'm fighting some stuff off myself but we're, we're here we're good we're good we're having a good time mm-hmm. and we're back and ready to preview uh another it's going to be a busy weekend in the Jeez, SJHL yeah. as always but uh let's before we preview uh, the weekend, we have some recapping to do, and I'll let you, you were disappointed last week, I got to do it, but I'll let you do the honors yeah. for our opening segment. I, I just wanted to give a quick thank you, Jeremy, for mm-hmm. at least expressing the the fact that I would be upset that you were doing it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did watch the episode, and it did hurt me a little bit, so I'm glad to be back for the hat trick. There it is, the hats, they're back. Wow. You love them. You, you love them. You gotta love the hat trick uh, every time, and we're gonna just, we're gonna kick it off with our first topic. Of course, as you mentioned, uh, a recap. Uh, there hasn't been that many games, but we will go back to Tuesday. Let's start up at Centennial Arena in Nippon, and Jeremy. I think you know. I would say for a Tuesday though, it was a pretty yeah. busy night. You're right. I mean, you get four games on a Tuesday. Four That's, game Tuesday. Yeah, that doesn't happen too often. Yes, uh, the Nippon Hawks uh, extended their winning streak to six games with a five-two win over Yorkton. Weyburn with the uh, the come from behind win to extend their winning streak. They beat the Kindersley Clippers 6-4. Melfort earning a big two points in regulation. And I think that's going to be a, a theme, I think, uh, for the rest of the season, how important regulation wins are. But a 5-4 win for Melfort over Flynn Flon in regulation. And boy, oh boy, the Balfour North Stars uh, <laughs> bouncing back in a big way, winning 9-3 over the LaRange Ice Wolves Tuesday. And then last night... Just uh, down the highway in Wilcox, the Kindersley Clippers picking up their first road win of the season. I'm sure they were tired of hearing the storyline of the fact that they haven't won a game on the road this year, but they knock off the Notre Dame Hounds by a score of 6-2. to two. Where would you like to start? Right there. I think Kindersley getting their first road win. I think that's an sure. awesome storyline. And I know that there's, we'll get to Tuesday because obviously there is some big stuff that happened on Tuesday. But uh, how, how often this, this season so far on, on Insider or Weekly have we mentioned, you know, the Clippers got to win a couple games sure. on the road here. We got to get that. And now that they've got that monkey off the back, I just imagine there's just a, a, a weight off the shoulders type of feeling across right. the entire team. It's got to feel good. And to call, you know, just to add to that. I think they also deserved a bit of a better fate on, on Tuesday in Weyburn because they were leading that game going into the third period uh, th- by a score 
have 3-1, I do believe, going into the third period. And I'm sure they would have liked to have gotten a win in that game. But uh, I'd like to go back into, obviously, with that win, Weyburn, they're red hot right now. They've won four straight and, they, and actually now have a bit of a cushion mm-hmm. on the eighth and final playoff spot, four points ahead of the Notre Dame Hounds. But, of course, the Hounds do have one game in hand, but still they have a bit of cushion, just a little bit of cushion for that eighth and final playoff spot for the race for eighth. Yeah, and that is a, it is heating up, and, yeah. and I love the how it's all kind of falling together because – Right before the January 10th trade deadline, uh, right. even in, you know earlier in January than that, even you know on this show and other shows, we were talking about how Weyburn's made some moves to really push them into that last spot in right. the playoffs, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it didn't click immediately, immediately, mm-hmm. but you, st- you slowly started to see them bringing right. it together, coming together. Certain guys are starting to play together really well. Ty Mason, Riley Morgan come to mind off the top of my head. Mateo Turin is having sure. a great season as well. Uh, in that role, I think they're all playing together, the three of them, if not mistaken, most nights. For the most part. They the most part. I think lately though, I think Cody Mapes has decided let's Spread let's split that split them up because we've seen Jackson Hassman then uh, be elevated to play with Riley Morgan and yep. Ty Mason. And of course, I, I think you also have to mention Jacob Kalen because he's been outstanding really 100%. the last month. Um, I mean, going into this week, he had scored in seven of his last eight games. Like he's been playing very well. Their top six has been outstanding this yeah. past month for them. So we've seen, we've seen that kind of battle for eighth where, you know, Weyburn was a little bit down at one point yep. before, you know, around the Christmas break time and, and they've really picked it up and they've been playing some great, I think, I think Rory actually said it on weekly this week. They've been playing some really, really great hockey. Yeah. So it's the, good to see. The final thing I would say uh, it, for Weyburn is the fact, too, that when you look at their schedule for the rest of the season, you have a lot of games against teams around you in the standings, exactly. a lot of yeah. games against Notre Dame, Yorkton, Melville. I mean, they're just, they had last weekend, they played a home and home with Melville. And the fact that you earned two wins, that's a big four points. But then also the fact that you actually get to play a lot of home games. Mm-hmm. And they're a very good team at, uh, the, at Crescent Point Place. Those uh, Wings fans, they'll get you. They'll get you, and uh, I mean, they've been really good there. Uh, of course, they're on a four-game winning streak. They're seven and three in their last ten, and uh, the Wings have uh, a. Li- I'm not going to say a big cushion, a little bit of a cushion on the eighth and final playoff spot. The other team we have to talk about uh, when it comes to red-hot teams uh, is the Nippon Hawks, and yeah. the team we were talking about. If you, if you, if you want to talk about cushions, now here's what I'll say with this. Before we were talking about how seven and eight, when it comes to playoff spots, those were the spots that um, were definitely up for grabs. But now the Nippon Hawks definitely have a they have a 13 point cushion on a playoff spot right now because of their recent play. There's I mean they are on a six game winning streak. They're eight and two in their last ten. Crazy. And all of a sudden, they're only five points back of the sixth place Estevan Bruins. And the Hawks have three games in hand. It's been it's been an incredible uh, run, really, since the holiday break for the Nippon Hawks. It has, and you know, it was one of those things early. I remember we were early this season. The, the trends with the Hawks have has been really interesting to watch throughout the mm-hmm. year. They started off, you know, scoring a lot of goals. They were they were in some really interesting games. They've made some changes to their roster. Uh, obviously, they got younger early on, and then they've added kind of throughout uh, since. Right. And I, I, what the way Tad Cozen's kind of put this team together, they were, you know, there was they were the div- the divide between sure. the top six and the bottom six for such a long time, and now they've almost made it a top seven, bottom five. The way that they've kind Correct. of played, especially in the last ten, like you said, right. eight and two, uh, they've almost pushed them. They have basically gotten to that point where they've pushed themselves into that conversation now, uh, and great for them. I mean, just to watch them. Uh, 
you know, burn through the last 10 games the way that they have has been mm -hmm. fantastic. And uh, who knows how much higher they can, can push this and put some pressure on some of those teams ahead of them. For sure. And I think this is actually a perfect segue oh. to our second point on go. the hat trick. Yes. So let's get into that because obviously we're talking about it. We might as well just go yep. right into it. The SJHL standings update as of today. Uh, and you kind of said there's some storylines. We've already talked about a mm -hmm. couple of them. Uh, but I guess from the ones we have talked about and the ones we have and what stands out to you the most at the moment? Well, I, I think there's a few. Uh, yeah, let's just, let, let's touch on, we, we've talked about seventh and eighth. Yeah. Um, let, let's focus, I think with the standings outlook, let's focus on from two to six, because from two to six, you know, it's funny each, each week we talk about how from two to six, it's so, so close. Yeah. It has been for a long time. It's, now it has. Um, but it seems like it's always, five points separating these teams nobody has like gone too far ahead and like that gap has not been narrowed so just just for a rundown uh right now going into this weekend the Lorange Ice Wolves are in second place with a 25-14 3-1 record the unfortunate thing for Lorange is they have uh they them and the Estevan Bruins have, are tied for the most games played in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League with mm -hmm. 43. And then the teams that are just right behind LaRange, only a couple points back, they have lots of games in hand. You have the Humboldt Broncos, 26 11, 1 0, 53 points. We'll talk Flynn about Flon, 24 11, 2 1, 51 points. Melfort, 21 12, 5 2, 49 points. And then the Estevan Bruins, 23 17, 1 2, good for 49 points. I think. The raise for home ice advantage between two and six, I think is going to be, first off, it's going to be fascinating down the stretch to pay attention to. But I think, secondly, you're going to look at that race, and I think home ice is definitely, it's always valuable. But I think for some teams in that grouping, it's more valuable than others. Absolutely. I, I, think, I think that's totally a, a great point. Um, is it too early to maybe make this a Nippu and Hawks conversation as well? Like I, I, with the way that they're playing, they got three games I, in I, hand as well on Estevan. For home ice? I mean, they're only technically, they're only I would know, say, six, seven points back right now. Sure, but they've played the same amount of games as a team like Flon and Humboldt. So yeah. I think that is a bit of a stretch right oh, now. Oh, uphill battle for sure. But It's uh, a bit of a stretch. You know, it's it's something that maybe just keep it in the back of your minds for the next couple of weeks. Because, you know, if they have another hot week or two, who knows where they could be. Um, but yeah, the, the home ice advantage thing. It's going to be so huge because junior hockey, we've always talked about this, when the, when the playoffs when the playoffs start in junior hockey, Barnes, especially especially the ones that we're talking about here, those crowds are so important. They mm -hmm. play such a huge role. They boost these kids so much. Uh, and there's there's a few rinks that I, we all know are a little bit harder to play in and uh, for, for one reason or the other. Uh, and, you know, I think teams are going to want to fight to, to get – their own home ice advantage for sure that's going to be a huge a huge storyline going forward for sure well and the other thing too is and the average fan might not know this but of course uh not every rink has the same dimensions in the sjhl right. which also makes home ice advantage even more valuable uh when it comes to uh the playoffs but uh that's a brief cold so i'm sure honestly we could probably spend the whole episode just talking about I the current standings would love to. Uh, <laughs> but we're not going to because i don't think people want to listen to that for an hour so we'll move on to point three Point three, yes. Okay, so obviously uh, it was about, what was it? It was about two 10, weeks. Days, 10 days ago, two weeks ago now that we made 
that the league, I should say, not us specifically, but the league made the announcement of the SJHL showcase, yep. MJHL showcase rosters. Um, and I guess we just want to do a little bit of a preview here for that today uh, with it coming up. It's around the corner here. So it, it's literally next week. It's yeah. Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, if you want to catch out all the action from the SJHL MJHL showcase, of course, you can watch all of the games on hockey tv off the top of my head the games are at 12 3 and 6 both days tuesday and wednesday of course each team uh team gold u20 team white u20 and team blue u18 both teams will play uh two games against the mjhl two u20 teams and the uh u18 team uh, and it's the first time I'm actually, it's pretty cool that it's, it's finally getting a chance to actually go to the MJHL. Don't get me wrong from the SJHL. We love hosting it. Yeah. But I think only to be fair, I think it's good to see that, uh, our, our, our friends, uh, to the East in, in Manitoba finally get a chance to, to host this event. And of course it's been a tough couple of years, oh, um, for, sure, yeah. for the event, not be able to take place, but this is going to be a huge scouting opportunity, obviously for all the great talent in both leagues. Um, and yeah, you can catch all the action on hockey TV. I wanted to, the big reason why I wanted to talk about this because we had, we had talked about it on, on SJHL weekly with myself, Rory and Jamie, but I wanted to ask you this when you, what are you most look, I know you're not physically going to the showcase, but I'm sure you'll be tuned in, but yeah. what are you most looking forward to when it comes to the showcase? There's, there's a few kids on these teams that don't have scholarships yet. And I think the one thing that I really want to see come out of this is some of those kids getting some recognition that they right. that they rightly deserve. There are some really good players mm -hmm. on all three of these teams. And right. I'm not even going to mention the ones on the Manitoba teams because obviously mm -hmm. same boat over there. Yep, 100%. Uh, but there are some very good players on these teams that I think will I, I want to see them show off a little bit. You know what I mean? Like play play really well. Uh, amongst their peers that do have scholarships right. and kind of, you know, show that, hey, I'm right there with these guys. I'm Maybe I'm better than these guys or I'm showing up this week. And, you know, they, they, all it takes is one or two scouts to, you know, catch their eye and all of a sudden these guys are writing their names on some, on some paper, on right. some commitments. Uh, but that's what I'm looking forward to. I want to see, uh, I don't know the exact number, but, you know, there's, there's a, about half or so that probably – uh, are going to get good looks out of this that don't currently have sponsorships. So I don't know what the exact number is. Um, scholarships. Yeah. Commitments, scholarships, yeah, yeah. et cetera. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to that group uh, showing up. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think any player from either side, SJHL or MJHL, who is not committed yet is going to get a very good look. Very good. From whether it be NCAA Division One, Division Three, Youth Sport, Etc. There's they're going to get an amazing look, and I, I and I and I wouldn't be surprised if you know a, a week or so after the the showcase, we will see some more direct West commitments coming Absolutely. out of it. Bit of a domino effect. Well, especially I, you know, I, I think we talked about it too on SJHL Weekly, but I mean, you look at that U18 team. Oh my gosh! And there, <laughs> you can make an argument for for all those players to. And um, all of those players, and a couple of them already do, but ha have NCAA Division One scholarships. Yeah, no, that's what I. Exactly it's a loaded did. team. I mean, loaded all three team. teams are very loaded. But. Yeah, I think I, I'm looking through these not, those lists right now. Like I'm, I'm scrolling through. I'm trying to see, you know, is there a player that I, I think every one of these players that they've put they picked. The there's no point, in my opinion. There's no point really singling them out because I think exactly. they're all good. No, exactly. That's what exactly. I'm trying to say though. I, I don't see a player that on these lists that I think. Well, I don't think that they. 
maybe you know they they all deserve to be there and they mm-hmm. all i think deserve a look at the next level as well well time they're, will they're tell. that good time will <laughs> tell and of course the sjhl mjhl showcase is set for next week in winnipeg the teams practice on monday and the games take place tuesday wednesday 12 o'clock three o'clock six o'clock all on hockey tv where you can catch the action and it's now time to head to our video chat line where we are pleased to be joined by the voice of the Larange Ice Wolves, Braden Malsbury. There he is on the screen. Braden, how are we doing today? I'm doing well, Corks. Great to see your <laughs> smiling face as always. And that, that Clark guy too. Yeah, yeah, Clark's okay. <laughs> Great to see you too, Malls. Uh, you know what? First and foremost, before I get to uh, Tuesday night's game uh, between the Ice Wolves and the Stars, I just want to ask you, you know, uh, you're back in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League after a couple of years away. How does it feel to be uh, not only back in the SJHL, but back in La Ranche? It's, uh, it's uh, going well. It's great to be back. Uh, obviously, I was here for about seven years um, before I had a stint there in the AJHL uh, last year. But uh, good to be back, good to see some uh, familiar faces, and uh, hey, uh, the hockey on the ice has been sensational too for this Ice Wolves group, so can't complain about that as well. Uh, I I don't want to bring up Tuesday's game because it was a tough result for the Larange Ice Wolves, but I'll, I'll I'll ask you. I usually ask the most recent game. What was your th- uh, thoughts on that game against the North Stars on Tuesday, where the Ice Wolves fell nine three? Well, I think Corgs is just one of those games where everything was going wrong for the larange ice wells it just seemed like any any shot was unfortunately uh going in uh if you're an ice wolves supporter but i think that's one the wolves will quickly uh forget about probably burn the game tape and (laughs) get set for a home and home with the nipwood hawks and it all starts on friday night here at the mel Hagland. so i i would expect a big response uh from larange they're not going to be happy about the way that they played and uh, it should be a fun uh, weekend of hockey with uh, with the hawks too well, and especially, too, coming off a week, the previous week, where the Ice Wolves get seven out of a possible eight points, played some very good hockey, lost to the Balfour North Stars in overtime, but then rattled off three straight wins, two against Estevan and one against Notre Dame. They had a lot of positives going into that game on Tuesday. So Tuesday, I don't think, is a good reflective of how this team is playing as of late. It's, it's more or less last week, the previous week, is how well they're playing. Yeah, coming into that game Tuesday, Jeremy, in uh, North Battleford, the Ice Wolves had won three in a row. And not only did they pick up seven out of a possible eight points in their previous four meetings, they had points in five straight because they pasted the Melville Millionaires uh, the weekend before. So there were right. a lot of uh, positives, and, and the Ice Wolves was cert- were certainly rolling. But um, a, a tough one on Tuesday, but as I mentioned, they'll uh, look to rebound this weekend, uh, two uh, big matchups with uh, mm-hmm. division rival Nipawin, who has been uh, playing real well, six-game win streak for them, entering uh, the game Friday night. Now, despite the results on Tuesday, I mean, both uh, Topher Chirico and Dawson Smith have been outstanding for the Ice Wolves this season. I mean, since rejoining the Ice Wolves, uh, what have you made of both uh, the goaltenders? Well, it's really one of those situations, Korgs, where it's a 1A and 1B situation for the LaRange Ice Wolves coaching staff. I mean, they can go to any guy any given night. You look at the, the weekend series against the Estevan Bruins. Topher Cherico was so hot, they, they kept him in the net, and he, he beat the Bruins on back-to-back nights, including that shootout win where he stopped all three Estevan shooters. And then you look at Dawson Smith. He's been one of the best goalies statistically 
in the SJHL all season mm-hmm. long. So it's really been uh, one of the pillars of strengths uh, for this uh, Ice Wolves group this season that they have two quality goaltenders and they're not afraid to throw anyone in the net on, on any given night and expect uh, results because both Topher Cherico and Dawson Smith have been red hot uh, all season long in the Ice Wolves crease. Yeah, and Dawson Smith, of course, is going to be representing the Ice Wolves at the SJHL-MJHL Showcase uh, next week. Another player I wanted to ask you about, uh, Malls, is Liam McInnes, recently named Super U Defenseman of the Week. What have you made of his impact to this Ice Wolves lineup in the fact that, you know, he... He was out for a good portion of the season, but, I mean, in 14 games this year, he's above a point-per-game player. Yeah, he's a guy that can really snap the puck around and, you know, kind of one of their power play quarterbacks. But not only does he bring an offensive punch, we saw it on Tuesday night in North Battleford, gets in a fight, and he's pretty physical uh, all night long. And he's been outstanding since, you know, rejoining uh, the Ice Wolves as he had not played. Um, since October when he got back into the lineup early January. But uh, he's really one of the, the straws that can stir the drink on, on the back end uh, for the ice wells, no question. Now, you, you touched on it a little bit. It's a big weekend, I would say, for both the LaRange Ice Wolves and the Nippon Hawks. Of course, you touched on it. Nippon's surging right now. They've won six straight games. The ice Wolves are playing some good hockey. Uh, recently, just a couple of weeks ago, you saw the Nippon Hawks come into the Mel and they picked up a 3-2 win. What do you expect from this matchup this weekend? Well, the Nippon Hawks have played uh, played the ISO as well all season long. I believe the season series is is tied at two, so I, w- I would expect a, a tight game. Mm-hmm. Um, it certainly was the last time uh, the Ice Wolves met up with them. Unfortunately for the Ice Wolves, uh, maybe it was a, a case of execution the last game uh, against Nippon. Had a lot of chances, but just could not uh, find the back of the net. So. You know, I would I would expect another physical affair, a, a division rival, and I would expect a, a close game as well. Both of the games, I would say, will be close. Looks like Nippon has really started heating up as as we touched on six game win streak, and they've you know made some acquisitions and kind of steadied the, the ship here as of late as they look to you know climb the, the standings and, and get a higher seating as they look for a, a playoff spot. Of course, you know, down the stretch, points are going to be at a premium. Of course, the Ice Wolves are in that mix between two and six, fighting for home ice advantage in the playoffs. But looking at the schedule for the Ice Wolves, after this home and home, the month of February, you know, you're going to be, the Ice Wolves are going to be on the road for the majority of the month of February, except for one home game at the end of the month. How difficult is that going to be uh, for the Ice Wolves in the month of February? Well, I think the good news, uh, Jeremy, for the Ice Wolves is their schedule gets a bit easier not to take anything away from their opponents. But you look at that Southern road trip, they will play Weyburn once, Melville twice, and Notre Dame. And, you know, every game's tough in the SJHL, but the Wolves have to, you know, make hay while the sun is shining. And then they'll get a weekend series in Kindersley against the Clippers. So those are games I feel like the Ice Wolves have to come out with, with two points. Um, and then it does get a little tougher down the stretch as they'll take on Melford three more times, Flin Flon a couple of times, but it was uh, a busy weekend last week. Ice Wolves took on uh, North Battleford at home. They get a point in that one. Estevan, they're a good club. They've been playing some some decent hockey as of late, and they take four points 
from the Bruins. So I think, you know, the Ice Wolves have a lot of confidence on those Southern trips. The last four and five road trip, they went three and one. And quite honestly, I thought played well enough to get a win at Estevan despite being shut out. It was just one of those nights where they could not find a way to beat the goaltender Cam Hurdlick, who has been one of the best, I think, in the SJ this season. But I think the Ice Wolves have a lot of confidence on the road and, and especially at home so you know they got a busy weekend with Nippon twice this weekend and then as you mentioned they will have to play uh, road warriors after this weekend the ice wolves only have two home games remaining yeah pack a big suitcase uh, for those road trips uh, malls final question for you um you know malls like like me you've been around junior hockey for you know 10 plus years um when you look at the standings in the sjhl this year and you see the parody in the league have you ever seen anything like this in your time in junior hockey i think the 2019-20 season it was very tight uh, the ice wolves you know finished a point out of th- i know that was a real dogfight down the stretch but besides that year i can't remember a year where you look at the standings after each night and they changed so much. There was times where the ice Wolves were in second, then they were in third and fourth and fifth, and now back into second. It's been uh, crazy, but I know it's going to make for some fun hockey in the last month or so of this SJHL season and uh, looking forward to it. And I know the ice Wolves are as well. A lot of uh, big games here coming up. Yeah, the next month and a half are going to be uh, very interesting in the SJHL for sure. Malls, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it as always, and have a great call this weekend. Thank you, and we'll see you uh, down south here soon, Jeremy. Yes, we'll see you shortly. That is the play-by-play voice of the LaRange Ice Wolves, Braden Malsbury, and of course, the Ice Wolves and the Hawks clash this weekend a home and home set between the ice wolves and the hawks and and you know what clark i'll say this you want to play this game if the playoffs started today guess what this would be a first round series this would be a first round series of course <laughs> of course laron just played a lot more games and everything like that but two versus seven matchup between uh, the ice wolves and the hawks and yeah. and and brayden's right this season series has been very tight between the these two teams. Um, you know, uh, he was right. The season series is at, you know, two games aside. Right. Each team's won in the other team's building. Yeah. Each team's one and one on the road. So, I mean, sounds, it's going to be a great matchup. Sounds like the makings of a great playoff series. <laughs> well, and the fact that they're division rivals, too. Yeah. Yeah, that you doesn't know, hurt either. They're division rivals. And, you know, quite frankly, you know, I mean, any matchup in that division – Oh, of course, yeah. We've and been remember, it all year. we've been saying, it, and yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back all the way to the season preview, the debut episode of SJHL Insider, and I will always give credit where credits due. And we're gonna give credit to the play-by-play voice of the Melford Mustangs when he previewed this division. He said, and I quote: "Maybe I might be off word for word, but he uh, said I wouldn't be surprised if all four teams in the Sherwood Division make the playoffs." And it well looks, done, Matthew. And it, lo- <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like that is going to be the case. I don't know if we have a, a prize to uh, award him at the season, well, end of the season. We already season, gave Benny the Flamingos. Benny's got the Flamingos. I don't so know where those are anymore. Now, we mailed them. We did? Yeah, we mailed them to Benny. Benny, they're, they're coming in the mail. Your Flamingos. <laughs> My poor Flamingos. From, the, uh, from the, your, your Christmas present. But yeah, the, the entire Sherwood division, I, I think, is pretty incredible when you yeah. think about it. When 
uh, from top to bottom only set like between LaRange and Nipwin, they're only separated by 10 points. Um, but I mean, when you have LaRange at 54, Flynn Flon 51, Melfort 49, and of course Nipwin at four games above 500 now, thanks to their six game winning streak at 44. What a division. Well, and I, I look at the goal differentials too, right? Like all, yeah. and I, I guess Nipawin, they're still a minus two in that regard, but they still have one of the highest scoring teams in the league. Right. They've scored more goals than Flin Flon has, for example, now in a couple more games. Mm-hmm. But uh, the goal differentials are all quite positive in that in that division. Right. Uh, and Nipawin has stormed back a little bit because I know that I think at one point they were maybe a little bit deeper in that, but they've climbed out right. of it. Uh, with some of the additions that they've made and with you know reigning goalie of the week Jackson Fellner uh, getting in there and doing his thing and they've been they've been bringing it together throughout the season and, and gelling and and well kind of think about it regard. think about the last, their last four games yeah they've all four games they only allowed two goals it's and i think you're good gonna, key to success you are going to win a lot of hockey games if you only allow two goals or less yeah so, I mean, the Nippon Hawks, you know, we, we talked about at the beginning of the year when they were struggling a little bit about keeping pucks out of the back of the net. Yep. Whatever they're doing, whatever Tad Kozen and company are doing, it is working and they are playing some great hockey. And that, those are going to be some great matchups uh, this weekend in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. So we kind of teased it a bit, but it is a busy weekend. We talked about LaRange and Nippon, but let's take a look. Let's preview this weekend. Six games Friday, five games Saturday. Jeez. Holy moly. Sunday off or are we good? Yep, we Sunday's off. Sunday, Sunday we're good. We're good. <laughs> Sunday we're good. All right. We're good. Uh, so Friday, Melford at Weyburn. Me- uh, Weyburn looks to extend their winning streak to five games and looking to try and extend that lead on eighth place. And that would be, a, of course, Melford fighting for points in that battle between two and six. Going to be a great matchup at the Crescent Point place. Humboldt's at Melville. Humboldt looking to extend their winning streak to five games. Melville looking to snap a five-game losing streak. Battleford's hitting the road. They'll take on the Yorkton Terriers. Remember those great matchups in Yorkton before Christmas between Battleford and Yorkton? Despite the two teams being so far apart in the standings. Boy, oh boy, those those two teams. made them sweat a little bit those games, for sure. They did, for sure. Uh, Nipawin, of course, at LaRange. We already touched on it a bit. Kindersley is going to be at Notre Dame once again a rematch you know the Hounds are going to be wanting to play a much better game and of course get a valuable two points uh, again at the Duncan McNeil Arena and then finally Friday night the Estevan Bruins visit the Flin Flon Bombers the first time since last year's final those two teams meet at the Whitney Forum uh those are going to be two great games up there. Of course, now we go to Saturday. And, of course, there's the rematch, Estevan and Flin Flon at the Whitney Forum on Saturday as well. So two games at the Wit between those two teams <laughs> should be a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, Battlefords will play Melville, the second half of LaRange and Nipwin, this time at the Cajun Nipwin. Kindersley will fin- wrap up four and five uh, back in Weyburn on Saturday against the Wings. And then another really good matchup. Humboldt at Melfort. I mean, they just played a home and home just a couple of weekends ago. Both teams won, uh, won a game, and both teams in that home and home. I thought it was partially funny. Both teams won by four goals yeah. on home ice, but always a great matchup uh, between those two teams. The so, battle of the horses. The battle of the horses. So saddle up. It's yeah. going to be a good saddle one. Up. Um, I'll ask you, like I always ask you, uh, to close out the show. 
But what is your game of the weekend? It's there's a couple like the home and homes. You get to pick one. I know. <laughs> I know. One. It you can't just tough. say the entire schedule. Uh, every game is equally. Yes, I know. To me. But you have to pick out one. <laughs> uh, that's where you have to become an insider and pick that's one. That's fair. I'm gonna go game. If I have to be specific, yes. Game two <laughs> of the Estevan Flynn Flon series. You could have just said series. Estevan Flynn. That's, <laughs> that's what I mean. They're home and home series. But Estevan Flynn Flon, I mean. Uh, both of those teams, I mean, like you said, we saw them earlier in the year uh, in Estonia, way, way middle October, ago. yeah. And yeah. both of those teams have changed. I feel like a lot since then. Yes. Um, and yeah. both teams have gone through really good stretches. Mm-hmm. They've had you know pockets of struggles, but every team does. Mm-hmm. And I just think that this is kind of a big proving ground weekend. I think last talk about a couple of tough weekends in a row for Estevan. Uh, oh, hundred percent. Larange and then Flynn. And, and just right? worth mentioning. Part of the reason why um, Estevan's out on the road right now is because of the uh, right. the, the provincial curling championship going yep. on at Affinity Place in Estevan too. Yep. So they kind of got kicked out of the building for uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Great point. Now here's one storyline that could come out of this weekend sure. in that home and home series. Uh, Estevan currently sits in sixth. We know this. Correct. We talked about this. And Flin Flon currently sits in fourth. We mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm, we talked mm-hmm, about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on how it goes. If Estevan happens to, and I'm not saying anything necessarily, just if they happen to lose both games mm-hmm. and Flint Flons happens to win both games, mm-hmm. that could push this into a potential, the conversation we had earlier about oh, Laurent's yes. Nippowin as a potential first round matchup well, so in the SJHL. That's the thing. We, we've, how, I mean, what, the last month, I think we've definitely put an emphasis on the, the, the race between two and six. I think one thing we haven't touched on, though, with that race between two and six is the fact that for, what's that? Um, you know, there's going to be the three versus six matchup and the four versus five matchup in the SJHL. Yeah. Holy. <laughs> Those are going to be e, I juggernauts. Mean, and you're getting to a point where you can argue two, th- two through seven and even one through eight with the way Rayburn's been playing if, yeah. if they're the team that falls. The playoffs this year in the SJHL are going to be must-see hockey. I Yeah, I can't stop thinking about it. Every time I look at the standings, <laughs> stop. my Won't brain stop. goes there. Yeah. Uh, one day at a time. I know, I know, and I have One to pull myself back. I have mm. to we still myself got a, in. We still have a month and a half. Oh, and um, it's great. My um, my big point, and it can change so much every single. So, weekend. and here's my big point that I want to make. If you, it, I think out of any team in the SJHL this weekend, if you said which which this weekend, who's it most important to? Oh, yep. I would say Estevan. I think that has to be. I would a say Estevan, and this is why. You have two games against a a team that you are battling with in between two and six. It's well documented how many games you've played. Yep. Them and LaRange will be tied by the end of this weekend. They will be tied for the most games played in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League with 45. Right. Bruins are off until February 10th. They, right, they don't have a chance to really... Bruins are off until February 10th. I didn't think of that part. So... There will be teams making up ground, i.e. potentially the Nippon Hawks. Nippon Hawks. And who do they play on February 10th? <laughs> Is it the Battle of the Black and Yellows? The Nippon Hawks. <laughs> the Wiz Khalifa so, battle? <laughs> stop. Stop. It's trademark copyright. Yes. Sorry. Um, I think it's a very important weekend for them. I don't know if they can afford to only get one out of a possible four points like they yeah. did last weekend, mm-hmm. especially back-to-back weekends going up north. I think for Estevan, you're you're definitely got to get a split this weekend. 
definitely, yeah. A split would be huge. And honestly, a bit of a message sending weekend if they mm-hmm. can get two, obviously. Um, because, like I said, they they had some changes around the trade deadline and some injuries. Like, we, we saw Cam Hurdlicka obviously missed a few games. He came back. Right. Uh, so, he, you know, we know how important he was for this team in the first half of the season. Uh, and we'll see him come back into form, I'm sure, very soon. So, mm-hmm. is he going to make a statement uh, this week? Uh, mm-hmm. This weekend, I should say. Uh, and there's a lot of things going on with both those teams. But, yeah, you're right. That The storylines surrounding that specific home-and-home home are, are It's not a home-and-home. Home. It's only right. in Flin Flon. <laughs> Could well, you imagine? It's a home-and-home home for Flin Flon. Could you, you imagine they had to play a home-and-home? Home. <laughs> like a legitimate home-and-home home Friday, yeah. Saturday? Yeah, back-to-back days. I wouldn't no, you home-and-home, home, both home being home no, for Flin just, Flon. It's I just a doubleheader. Doubleheader. Yeah. There you go. Doubleheader. Um so they do it in baseball all because the time. you'd said Flynn Flon and Esteban. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say I'll, I'm going to say LaRange and Nipwin. Yeah. Because with how well Nipwin's played down the stretch or down the, I mean the last, this whole month, they've only lost one game since the holiday break. Mm-hmm. And that was a one goal game to the Melfort Mustangs at home. Craziness. They have played some really good hockey. And you want to play the hypothetical game. I love hypothetical games. I know you do. That's why I bring it up. What if they sweep LaRange this weekend? Yeah. That, right. that can make it very, even more interesting. But I, you know, I, I think that's a, I think LaRange is going to be looking to battle. They're going to be very motivated tomorrow night after that 9-3 loss to Battleford on Tuesday. Yeah. I don't think that's reflective of that how was the team. That was kick in the pants. I, I also think Battleford was a little upset after two losses they just got row. kicked in the pants too sure so then they decided i'm gonna do some pants Anyways, kicking uh um, if i can throw one honorable mention in well can i finish my thought yes that'd be nice uh <laughs> yeah well i think too with larange is tomorrow night's game friday night is their last home game for a month right yeah i when when malls said that in the interview just now i was like their next home game after it. that isn't until February 25th. Yeah. And I guess like if you if you really look at it, there aren't in, in the grand scheme of things, there aren't that many games left. So when he said there's only did he they say have two th- home games left. So after this Friday, they, after this week, in total, they have three home games left. Right. They have tomorrow night against Snipwin. Yeah. February uh, 25th against the Melfort Mustangs. Mm-hmm. And then March 10th. Where they are home like to the, last day of the, the, the Flin Flon Bombers. Pretty much, yeah. Um, no, I looked it up before the um, before the interview with Malls, and I couldn't believe their month of February because, I, yeah, like I said, after tonight or after Friday night, eight straight road games. Yeah, where you go, Nipawin, Weyburn, Melville, Notre Dame, Melville, Kindersley, Kindersley. Yeah. And like Malls said, like here's the thing: like all those teams are, are yes, they are. Below well, the ice teams wolves, are below the ice wolves all right those now. teams are below the ice wolves in the standings. Yeah. but at the same time, it's always very difficult to win on the road, oh, especially those time. southern swings. A long for the trip teams, too, right? So, so it, it, I think Friday is going to be a very important game for the ice wolves this yeah, weekend. I agree. I all agree. right, what is your honorable? My mention? honorable mention uh, is that Friday night game, Weyburn and Melford. Yes, I agree. Um, Weyburn seven and three in their last ten. Yep, four four straight wins. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned that earlier, mm-hmm. and with Melfort, I mean, their their past ten and their their streak on the standings page are two very different things. They're two zero zero and one in their last three, which is by all conventions pretty good. Uh, but they're five four zero and one in their last ten. 
So after that hot streak that they were on that we sure. that we were all talking about so much, they've kind of simmered a little bit. Uh, and it's not saying that they're playing bad; they're nope. not. But even but if, Ben Tkachuk said that on when yeah. he joined us on SJHL Weekly two weeks ago. Exactly, he said right before the holiday break. He felt like the team wasn't, they kind of got away a little bit from where they were, how they were playing, the style they were playing. And since then, it's really been a roller coaster ride for the Melford Mustangs. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if Weyburn can take advantage of the way that they're playing right now, yep. and that's a big win if they can figure that one out and mm-hmm. get that one. Well, that's a confidence uh, booster for it's sure. It's a huge one. It's a, it, So, I'm going to say that's my honorable mention. Uh, it might even end up being my, my number one pick at the end of the weekend. Regardless. I mean, I think there's 11... Very good games on the schedule Fantastic. in the SJHL uh, this weekend. And, of course, uh, be sure to get out to your local rink this weekend because, like we said, there are a lot of great games. If you can't, of course, you can catch all the action on Hockey TV this weekend. You can still get your subscription. I think it's only, tw- what, twenty nine ninety nine a month? Get on it. it. The value is there. You get every single SJHL game. It's awesome. It's awesome. That's how I spend my Friday night usually. Flipping I always th- tune in. Flipping through my, f- flipping through the games and yeah. all that stuff. Um, but, of course, if you don't have a subscription, if uh, you can't make it out to the games, you can catch all the highlights from all the games on the SJHL YouTube page. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and help support the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. And, of course, stay up to date with everything in the SJHL. But also like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Wherever you get uh, your social media or ingest your news in the social media world. Because everyone's different. Everyone. What's your favorite social media? Uh, well, our TikTok channel that we've put together on the SJHL mm. has been a lot of fun. Uh, and I think... I just meant what's your favorite social media? Just... To, just to, TikTok? I, I say TikTok okay, is it's kind of all-encompassing. Okay, sure. But Twitter is where I get my like headlines and news and stuff for the most part. So are you saying TikTok or Twitter? TwickTwok. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Sorry. Uh, I'm a dad. Hey, here's a final question for you, though. Yeah. Um, have you picked up a certain gift for one of your family members yet, Clark? I yes. Uh, I am. It's on the. It's on my to-do list. I haven't oh, done it yet. Well, of course. I am definitely going to be doing that right away because there are some occasions coming up for me that I need to handle. So it's true. Yes. So if you're looking for a gift for uh, somebody in your life, of course, the Polaris side by side SJHL raffle is well underway. You can get more information at sjhlraffle.ca. Tickets are available now. One for 25, three for 60, 10 for 100. The deadline to purchase tickets is April 23rd, and the draw will take place April 27th on SJHL Insider Live. That's this show. And it sounds like it's going to be from the Polaris dealership let's get it so it'll be a lot of fun uh so get your tickets today there's only five thousand tickets available uh while supplies last so get your tickets today sjhlraffle.ca any more information you need head there sjhlraffle.ca before we go let's thank our sponsors once again because they are awesome and without their support this show sjhl weekly all the stuff we do at the SJHL wouldn't be possible. Chevrolet, Capital Auto Mall, Cantera Seeds, RBC, Sastel, SGU, Direct West, Saskatchewan, Con- Saskatchewan Construction Safety Association. I tried to rile them off too fast. There's a lot of Saskatchewans. Tourism Saskatchewan, Young's <laughs> Equipment, SGI. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. Because again, as I say every show, the shows would not be possible without the great support from our sponsors. So we appreciate it. Thank you so much 
much. 11 games in total in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League this weekend. You can catch all the action on Hockey TV, but if you can, get out to your local rink and support your local team because there's going to be a lot of great games this weekend. For Clark Monroe, my name's Jeremy Corrigan, and this has been another great episode of SJHL Insider. Thanks so much for joining us, and enjoy the games this weekend, everyone.